It's Radio Newark, and I'm Phil. Lovely to have you listening uh, tonight. Thank you for doing that. Also, thank you for spending some time with us as we talk about uh, those events that aren't happening locally. We've been talking on the air uh, the last couple of days about uh, uh, the events section that we've got at RadioNewark.co.uk. A bit a bit sparse at the minute due to the COVID-19 outbreak. And one of the uh, one of the well selection of friends that we have um, joins me now actually for a bit of a chat. We're going to be talking about Beaumont House. Uh, in this part of the year, uh, I'm going to welcome uh, Kathy Lowe to the studio. Kathy, how are you? Hi, Bill. I'm I'm good, thank you. Thanks, say, for, I, uh, thanks for the chat. I say to the studio, but no, we're not allowed. We've got <laughs> we've got to, we've got to sit apart. Uh, you're in your house. I'm in mine. Uh, yeah. Due to the wonders of modern technology, we can put ourselves together. Uh, you're the fundraising and marketing manager. That's right. Okay, yes, it's Beaumont right. House. Yeah. Bit different at the minute, though, isn't it? I mean, we're going into the late spring uh, area of well, the late spring time of the of the year. We're normally very busy, aren't we, with activity now regarding funding at Beaumont House? But of course, uh, coronavirus, COVID nineteen, has put a little bit of a, a stop to some of these things, hasn't it? How's how's it affected you? Then how's it really affected you? Um, how's it really affected us? Is is that um, the majority of our voluntary income has stopped, dried up? Um, and I know we're not alone in that, um, but it's the nature of fundraising is that you rely on people being able to go out and about and do things, do things over and above perhaps what they're doing in their day to day lives. Um, and that's the thing that we've all been stopped doing now. And, and so that has directly impacted us because people who are planning to do um, activities for us can't do things. Um, the activities we had got planned to encourage people to support us can't take place and 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 on top of that we we took the decision gosh i think it's probably three weeks or maybe four weeks ago now i'm losing track to to close all of our shops Mm. and um our shops are such a valuable source of income to us um because we turn one one person's unwanted items into into cash and so they're such a valuable asset to us because um you know we don't buy in goods it's relying on the donated items so uh, and it's all stopped uh, and I know we're not alone in that, but obviously for us, Bowman House is, is, is the biggest cause um, uh, for us locally. And, and um, it, it's put us in a very difficult position. Mm. Not only has our, 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 have our events stopped, but our fundraising team has been on, on the whole furloughed. So I think we're 14 or 15 normally when we include the shop staff. And, uh, and there's now, in effect, there's three of us, but that kind of equates to about two and a half members of staff now trying to... Um, to do what we can to continue to, to raise funds. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of tripping myself up a bit because I said that the, the money stopped coming in, but we've been actually blown away by some of the things that people have done to, 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 to support us. And uh, yet again, this local community has completely overwhelmed us with some of the things that they've started to do for us. Well, as you're talking, it sounds, I'm sorry, this sounds like a dramatic thing to say, but Sounds like a disaster, but if yeah. it, seriously, you, you know, quite rightly, you're saying, well, actually, our major fo- sources of funding have dried up, our shops have had to close. You know, we 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 have we have far less people on the ground to do anything now. Um, just like everybody else, it sounds like well, you know, it it could be that moment where you think, you know, could this carry on? Can we carry on? But if you're saying now, well, actually, through this point we are having support people are trying their very best then that does warm your heart doesn't it but i mean how much how much do you need to push this through there must we've, we've, we've chatted before on the air haven't we about how much 
Bowen House costs to run every year. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it we co- need to it find the cash. Over, yeah, absolutely. Well, it costs us over a million pounds every year mm. to, um, to to run the service, the, 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 keep the doors open. Um, and of that, we do receive a grant from the uh, clinical commissioning uh, uh, group locally. And that's incredibly valuable to us. That gives us around about just un, under under 50%, but it gives us a big chunk of income. But it doesn't fully, fully fund us. And so we're still left with a huge gap every single year, around about 600, £650,000 that we have to find from local sources every year on top of that. On top of that. And faced with that, you know, that, that just stopping, it's not even sort of started to tail up, it's... Mm. With the majority of that stopping, then we're faced with having to make some very serious decisions about how we can continue to make to continue continue offering the critical service. Because it's not like Bowman House can just stop either. Mm. We still have people who who need us. Um, in the days up, up until we sort of um, decided that we were going down the route of closing shops, and and we saw what was happening in the wider world, we were kind of saying, but. It's a bizarre thing to say, but life goes on. People still need Beaumont House it, it, outside of, of COVID-19. People are still um, sadly dying. And people, we still believe uh, more than ever that people have to have um, a, as good a death as possible. And that means, you know, that we will go in and we will support people to, to ensure that their last wishes are, are, are respected yeah. and that they're, they're, they're pain-free and comfortable. And we need we need funding to be able to do that. You know, we've got a passionate care team that are so so committed to doing the very best at all, at all stages for all our patients, and uh, we need funds to be able to do that. And as I said, it's a huge chunk. Mm. We are estimating now, even if you look at the sort of short terms of maybe three months, which is kind of what what people are speculatively saying is the sort of lockdown period and um, the the isolation period. But but the impact on fundraising is going to go be far beyond that, and, and we're estimating that it's going to be a loss of about three hundred thousand pounds to us, right. uh, and that's why we launched an appeal with that as the target. Um, so it's it's absolutely colossal for an organisation, um, which is big, but it's not huge at Bowman House. We we just can't we cannot sustain that 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 loss. Um, we've got to find a way to to make it up, and and, and thankfully, you know. Some, some, some things have started to happen and there are opportunities but it, it's a very worrying time mm. for everybody of course I would imagine that certain people listening to this conversation now may think well, why is it that every year you're only given less than half of that cash to operate what you're saying is that well, is, it, is a needed service it, it is a service we all you need to see in our area so mm. and because that you know, we, we can't change that that's just the way it is isn't it but it, it, all of a sudden, as you say at the minute, it's not like that the cash is just slowly dripped away. For, for, for a lot of people, it's just gone. It's, it's just, just absolutely gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's not there. I know. So, and, and I think that's what you that's what you struggle to kind of get your head around is that you know, the shops, like I said, are you know so so uh, such a good income stream for us. And generally speaking, you can you know you can predict that that is going to be reasonably sustainable income, which is fantastic for a charity to be able to to work like that. Mm. You never expect someone to say, "Well, we we'll shut the door and that's it." You can't. You know, you've lost that income. You never expect that's going to happen in your while. You can expect no. an event to be cancelled. You can expect somebody to say, I haven't raised as much as I, I thought or I haven't been able to do that. 
you don't ever expect to say you're going to close your doors on the shop and that that's it and and bang that, that it's all gone. It's um, it, it takes a while to sort of comprehend it really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as opposed to a degree, we take it for granted that it's going to happen and then suddenly it's faced with, right, we've got to change tack here. Mm. What kind of support have you got outside of that grant structure then? Has there been anything that central government have been able to do outside of that to assist you in the short term? Yes. So, um, I mean, obviously, I've, I've mentioned that our fundraising team uh, and, and, and there have been a few members of staff outside the fundraising team have been furloughed. And, and obviously that is... Um, a fantastic opportunity for us to be able to recover the position it's not fantastic to, to do it but it's a great way that we can we can recover some of our, our costs um which is always going to be an advantage um we've also rec- we have received um one of the business grants from new york and show they're very quick off the mark i have to say and we have received that and we have um people may be aware that the chancellor made an announcement last week i think it was around um i think it was 750 million pounds to the charity sector and of that 200 million pounds was ring fenced for the hospices um because it's recognized that the hospices are playing a really important role in supporting the nhs at the minute mm. so we are part of our work is helping keep people out of hospital avoiding um so keeping people away for, from unavoidable, sorry, avoidable hospital admissions. Um, so it's the last place anybody wants to be at the minute, even more so than normal, probably. And so we can help support the NHS in that respect. And so the government decided that it would ring fence some, some funds for the hospice sector because of the role that it was playing. Um, and we, we have had um, a grant from Hospice UK already because the money was passed to them to administer. And that will help too. So, and in, in, uh, I don't want to be—I uh, don't want to jump ahead because there's still, there's still lots of work to do around figures. But that has helped bring our anticipated deficit down somewhat. Mm. Uh, but and it will obviously all contribute to the, to the um, the end of year forecast that we'll that we'll be we'll be looking at doing. But um, we haven't quite reached exactly where we are yet. Yeah. So to be yeah. for me to be able to put that figure out, I, I need to, uh, to have a few more conversations. Um, but the other thing that we we did, as as you'll be aware, we launched a campaign about ten, oh, probably getting on for two weeks ago now, um, an emergency campaign really, and we've been blown away. We've, that that has raised us um, forty five thousand pounds in the two weeks, and that is down to the generosity of of the local. Uh, community here in Newark and 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 wider field in Southwell and the surrounding villages in Collingham, yeah. um, people have responded and they have simply written us checks, wow. been incredibly generous, and people have donated on just giving and they have done bank transfers, and they've also started doing their own fundraisers on Facebook and yeah. cake selling and and um, head shaves and just really driven by the desire to do something for something that means so very much to the community mm. which is is Bowman House so yeah. we're so so grateful that we mean so much to so many people because it means that at times like this that uh, that people you know are spurred into action yeah well you know I suppose we know we are saying that this is a a once in a lifetime event aren't we that all of a sudden things just stop people um, just like some of your staff, you know, have been furloughed, so they're not at work. Maybe at home, just twiddling thumbs, going, what do we do? Um, what can you do? I, mean, I think, in a way, you know, when you think about Beaumont House, 
I always think about the the colourful events that go on throughout the year and how much mm. we enjoy being part of that. And and then you think, well, actually, we can't have a you know, I say a colour run yet, and we can't do these things because we can't get out. But there are great stories in the press. We we spoke off air a few minutes ago about the gentleman there that's been raising millions of pounds for the NHS, the ninety nine year old gentleman, and he's doing it in his back garden. So. You know, what What else do you do if you're stuck in your house? If you're lucky <laughs> enough to have a garden, you know, maybe you could do something there that doesn't Absolutely. doesn't threaten um, the, uh, the the prosperity of others. You can just kind of go in and go, well, I can help out. I could do these certain things. Social media is incredible, isn't it, as a tool um, to Absolutely. to connect with others. And um, I suppose with what what we're saying here, it's, you know, use all the tools that are there to to potentially um, help others out. And Bowman House, as you say, is is um is, is incredible what what the work that you you all do there um, we we don't we we can't see go it has to stay and uh, in order for it to stay we've got to be there in in a way to help out and you know as- so so one of the things that we we have done this year Phil is mm. we, bizarrely for the first time ever we had planned to do a virtual fundraising event oh, we were really? going to launch we were going to launch <laughs> a, a we were going to call it run the radius because it's really important to us that we tell people that um we reach further than newark because sometimes people aren't always aware of our work and and i know people have been touched by our work and people particularly in newark are, are, are very very well connected to bowman house but a bit further afield um they're not quite so aware and we really really want to let people know that we're there for them so we were having an event called run the radius was our plan and we wanted people to run 15 miles because that's from the centre of Newark out to our um, the the wider area of our, our catchment is a radius of 15 miles. Mm. So we planned to do this all year, and then COVID nineteen. Yeah, same. And yeah. it completely came, and, and, and we were overtaken by events because suddenly people were doing lots of virtual events. Um, a lot of the time for the NHS, which is obviously is, is fantastic, but it completely uh, it, it took the it. it it pulled the um, the map from under our feet mm. because we were suddenly thinking we were about to do something. One, the external environment's changed, and two, the impetus has, has, has largely changed in the public. Everybody's got a great idea, and everybody's doing it already, and we haven't yet launched our event. Mm. So we had a bit of a mad scramble, and we cha- we've changed it a little bit. So we, we actually look, our, our emergency appeal was actually called "Fill the Gap" because we recognised that there was going to be lots of gaps left by what this horrible horrible disease was, was doing to people's lives and and not least of, of, of which was the gap that's left in Bowman House's funding but in people's lives in our patients lives they're going to be left with significant gaps and we wanted to launch our campaign and say look yes we need your support but we wanted to go back to people and say look what we're still able to do for our patients this is how we're filling the gap in their lives and as part of that we thought we'd do our run the radius um, but as that became increasingly more challenging and restrictive, we decided we've, we've rebranded it, and we've, we've, we're now calling our um, our campaign uh, within the appeal um, Freestyle 15 because we now want people to do anything that they can perhaps which still relates to the 15 to yeah. try and raise funds. And I don't think you need to look too far these now for inspiration because it's happening in all of our communities um, beautifully and brilliantly by people um, for the NHS. I suppose we would just like to 
try and reach out to, to local people and say, yes, of course, NHS needs our support. But if you can still find some time and some energy to support Roman House, we'd be so, so grateful. Mm. Well, I've heard that Matt Shepperson's going to be doing some singing for you. Oh, is he? Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, a few, a few weeks ago, uh, Matt and um, uh, another couple of chaps actually uh, went into their back gardens, uh, as they are very good singers and, and had concerts, uh, raising money for NHS. Um, and I've, I'm led to believe that, um, yes, he's going to be doing the same or similar thing from, from his back garden. And so- if, if Matt and his fellow singers want to contact us somehow, then it, it would uh, we can help promote that. So uh, if he's to get in touch... Mm. Um, I can give some contact details out at the end of that. Fantastic, okay. yeah. But, but yeah, definitely, please do, because yeah. you've just said about social media, so we'd love yeah. to be promoting things like that whenever we can. Lovely. Well, it's, it's fantastic to catch up with you. Um, usually we'd have a, a studio environment so we could have a, a proper chat and sit down. But, you know, like you guys, we're all um, working away from the station at the minute to uh, to make sure we minimise contact and whatnot. But uh, we must keep in uh, in virtual contact throughout this first uh, three-month period. And let's, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that... Uh, uh, we're able to slowly see this lockdown uh, ease, you know, uh, late spring, early summer, because, again, it's not going to be... I think this is one of the main things as well. Some people are, are hoping that all of a sudden one day, you know, it's all going to be switched off, we're going to be able to go out. It's not. I don't think it's going to happen like that. I think it's going to be a slow drip process. But um, if we put I so agree. much energy in early doors, um, then hopefully things will get back to some kind of normality before the at the end of the summer and... You know, I, I, I for one hope that we do get to do um, the October run again because I love it up at the showground. It's just a, the, the Halloween-led um, event yeah. that we had last year was just <laughs> brilliant. And, you know, it's weird to think of Halloween now in, in April, but, you know, hopefully by then we'll all be let out and we'll all be uh, oh, able goodness, to help. I hope so. Yeah. Do you mind if I can I just give um, a, te- a telephone number out? Um, yeah, of course. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah, go for it. Um, so if anybody is interested in, in fundraising for us or wants to make a donation, there's loads of ways people can make a donation. Um, you can go to Just Giving and look at Beaumont House. You can do it via Facebook on the Beaumont House page or you can give us a ring on um, a new number and it's 610556. And we'll be happy to talk to you about all the different ways that um, how easy it is to, to make a donation, basically. <laughs> or if you've got an idea, we'd be happy to promote it. And of course, we're always going to say a huge big thank you to everybody that, that does that as well. Kathy, thank you for your time and, and stay safe. Keep in touch and we'll speak to you um, well, hopefully when this, is, uh, when this horrible situation we're in is all easing. Thanks for your time, Phil. All right, Kathy, thank you.